Previously on D and D and D, the man that you assume to be Zemembrevrisk is now floating in front of you guys. A cloud of mist descends from above. Instead of mist materializing like a, a swarm of like bats falling to the ground after you end the levitation spell, is just a gnarled skeleton with like patches of like meat on it. And then you hear like a horrible like cackling evil deep laughter as the bats like fly up out of the way you are all now suddenly terrified and you're hauling ass down the hallway the trees burning behind you you can kind of hear it crumble and crack as it burns you just beeline for the fireplace you get through the secret passageway slam it closed behind you and you're met with the face of a grizzled old like fighter looking guy full plate armor he looks at Marjorie and he says, wait, I know you. Welcome to D&D&D, the Dinner Party Role-Playing Podcast. I'm your host and Dungeon Master, James Gressel, and with me as always are some fun people. Say hi, fun people. Hi! Hello. hi. My name is Beth. I'm going to be playing Marjorie Sticks. She is a grandma rogue. Very old, very stinky, very sassy. Hi, I'm Mike. I'm playing Fletch Stormtail, a wood elf ranger. I am tall and old. Hi, I'm Joel. I'm playing Juno Greenpoint. I'm a human ranger, and I'm a weird guy. <laughs> hi, I'm James Agenese. I'm playing Flack Tanson. He's a gnome. He's a bard. He's a super mayor. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Chelsea. I'm playing Zavis Kinlan, and he's very smooth, hairless teen elf. <laughs> <laughs> Is that canon? He's hairless? No, he's not hairless. Alopecia? He's got long, I'm mentioning like long blue hair. But, but his the legs rest, are very You've yeah. said blue hair before. Yeah. His arms and legs are I just imagine blue hair for some reason. We've already had dinner. I made some butternut squash mm. curry soup. Mm. It's real good. It was real good. How was it, guys? It. Good. It's Mike's not still eating it. Helping me not feel like it's October right now. I don't know why, mm. but for like the past week in my head, I'm like, it's fall. It's like July. This is too. definitely a fall meal. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I just I'm really wanted that. soup. Yeah. No, this is great. So last time, where we left you guys off, you had been trying to infiltrate the home of Zemem Brevrisk. Oh, God. Mr. Breakfast, he was called. <laughs> there were a lot of fun ways <laughs> that you Brent. guys butchered this fantasy name that I came up with. Thanks, Dad. There's a lot of fun ways that you guys kind of mixed up the names that time. <laughs> <laughs> and there were some mishaps in this adventure. Were you there? were supposed to some. infiltrate the home. So smooth. And collect some information and then return to the people <laughs> who asked it of you. But instead, you tried to do some dancing lessons that didn't quite go as planned, did they, Gels? Oh, Okay, all I wanted to do was just reenact that scene from A Night's Tale because I thought it'd be funny. <laughs> and what happened was then funny. Then I killed seven people. <laughs> oh, hilarious. It was really funny. And, and Juno. Juno. And I, yeah, I Knocked did. him right That's out. Well, right. Juno kind of deserved it. Because he did, he did insult the one-armed Hold man. Hold on. I just remembered. You didn't kill Juno. Terrorist did. Oh. Why are you pointing me? Oh, that's right. Your fucking slap that you did to Juno <laughs> took him down just enough. Yeah, that's right. I was pissed at your character, so I slapped you. 
That's and I right. didn't think true. anything would happen. But no, it like just pushed his hip <laughs> points Yeah, because you got down. punched in the face by the one-armed dude. Yes. And then I slapped you in the face. And, that and then was you it. got scorched. And then, <laughs> and then you guys the had a weekend history. at Bernie's him up to a hidden lab where Under you just poured potions yeah. down his throat. In true political form, Super Mayor used the opportunity and said it was terrorism. I mean, is that holding strong? Let's find out. After the demise of Zemem Breverisk, you tried to flee where you were confronted by a man that Marjorie recognized That's as... Like, do you remember his name? I recognized him as Greg... The tree branch. Tree branch. Nope. Rivers. Rivers. Greg Rivers. It's another nature thing. It is another nature. There's a lot of nature things. It's like, oh. You guys are going to notice a theme. <laughs> nature. Yeah, so Marjorie recognized him as Greg Rivers. Greg Rivers. She knew him as Lieutenant Greg Rivers. But now he's Colonel Greg Rivers. He's Sir Greg Rivers. Oh. <laughs> he is, I was going to say general. <laughs> <laughs> he is the captain of the city watch, and he and the watch showed up to this burning mansion to try to figure out what happened after there was an explosion and screaming, and some of his guardsmen went missing. I'm glad you guys are here. There's been a terrorist attack. Can I do that? Sure. It, Greg, you could believe it, but he's... he's uh, mm, maybe not with him. Let's have our first roll of this session, Ooh. and let's roll for persuasion. 14. They probably James rolled a 14 to try to persuade Sir Greg that there was a terrorist attack. He says, well, that may be, but you guys seem to be the only living people who aren't in pits in this mansion. Also, you're in this like secret passage, and that's rather suspect, so I'm going to need you to come down to the station. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We were trying to get as high as possible away from the fire. What? We that, were trying to get as high as That's not how fire fun. works. Yeah, that's the opposite of what also, you should do. Sentence structure is a little different than what that was. I, All feel, right. I feel like we will comply. We should comply. Yeah, let's go. All of you are going to need to come down to headquarters for questioning. So just come with me. Greg's a good dude. We're going to find okay, you some Okay, but I want pants. some McDonald's. I want I have a lot Twizzlers. of unanswered questions. Uh, we have a horse and a panther. Oh, yeah. We can't yeah. forget them. Also, can we get a lawyer? Please. Oh. Oh, good, good call. Grussell, yeah. do I have a lawyer patch on my <laughs> your robe of anything? <laughs> yeah. No. You I don't have a, have a lawyer. Patch. You do have, have a dog, dog patch. <laughs> I've <laughs> been arrested before without a lawyer. Is not yeah. good. Yeah. Sir Greg has arrested Marjorie before without wait, wait, a lawyer. Wait, wait, wait. All right. That's come why I surprised me, everybody. Right, we're coming. We're coming. We're just walking on the way there. Okay, Pete, okay come sir. On, Pete. Or is this a totally fascist state that I'm uh, mayor? What uh, what is? You're not revealing that you're <laughs> no, mayor of this. No, no, no. I'm not. Is this a fascist state? No, it's not. Okay, <laughs> we'll see that your animals are tended to while we question you. The, remember the big oak, black oak walls that you mm -hmm. guys saw from the inn. You're taken inside those. This is the first time you're inside those walls to uh, a big kind of like very stately looking important building. This is the headquarters of the city watch station. The station, for yeah. short, as it's commonly known. That's like that's like cop talk, though. You guys don't get it. Because station's an acronym, right? <gasps> you son of a bitch. Why would you do this to him? Oh, you sassy boy. <laughs> I want to do it so bad. It's, it, stands, oh. it stands for safe town always. <laughs> <laughs> You go, you go. Safe town always trying. <laughs> What's the next one? In our our nation. Nation. Cool. Yeah. Safe town. <laughs> Safe always. town. 
<laughs> I can see why they use the acronym. Yeah, that, yeah there's always a reason. trying Too in much. our Sir, nation. Sir Greg didn't come up <laughs> what with an this. Awful name for a building. <laughs> always trying. You can't if, count it again. You if we come up with a better acronym. Then, oh. then you win the town. <laughs> that sounds oh, like a great man. deal. I feel like with our powers combined, we can come up with a better acronym. Yeah. It's really but more out of tradition know what an acronym keep calling is. it the station. So you're taken inside and you're put into basically like a fantasy conference room. There's a big wooden table. There's a, a heavy door, one door entrance. There is a window, but it's barred. And... Greg Rivers puts uh, two guards at the door. You still only have your finery that you went to the party in and daggers. You all have daggers, but you don't have any of your like armor and weapons and shit. Uh, your animals are kept outside. Butter is led to the watch stables and they put Pete the Panther in his own like kennel where the dogs are like freaking out because there's a panther here and they don't know what to do yeah what sort of clothing has juno been provided with like scrub pants nah. like you know like pants that you would be given at like a hospital okay yeah um, flap <laughs> what is butts oh, with a butt fl- yeah oh, oh definitely with two buttons two button oh, butt flap yeah. my but i'm God. still wearing you're still wearing coat. a lab coat yeah i like this coat yeah uh, you're telling me juno has a butt flap that's only protected (laughs) by two buttons it's like latched with two buttons it's not just two buttons it's not like one button one giant button for each cheek no actually it's one giant button for each cheek. one button between me and juno's little tushy (laughs) (laughs) Mima, what are you saying what calm down i'm sorry we've been through a lot today Do, do you want in those sweet cheeks Oh! Oh no! <laughs> oh! Guys, I think, okay, guys, I think you're letting the stress of the situation affect uh, your decisions right now. Yeah, your judgments are all screwed up. We just got through a moment of passion and then a moment of panic, and now I feel like the moment of love is what comes next. Am I wrong? Yes. <laughs> I'm looking at life with a new lease. Okay. All right. Yeah. What? Just ask Greg what's up. Uh, fine. You know I, him best. M- Greg, my good friend. We go back so far. Greg, please. Greg. Oh, you like pound on the door and like there's no answer yet. Except they like guard pounds on the door back and is like, be quiet in there. Is this worth trying to escape the room or shall we wait and try and get in the good graces? That's what I'm wondering. I got one of those black circle patches. What if I cast it so it's half in the room and goes under the door and half outside of the room and then we can jump into the pit and then come out the other side. Zabbis, that's a great idea. But I I wonder if Greg knows anything about about Spooky Tree Boy. You oh. think we shouldn't like test his goodwill? I've tested his goodwill before. Oh. Hasn't worked out for me. Oh. Well I'll one hand. time we kissed. Whoa. But Why? it was just well, once. Yeah. Just, I don't how was think it? he remembers. Was it good? What, was it this, a good kiss? You know, Judo, I don't believe that um, you should talk about exes in detail with your current, you know, engaged l- love partners. Oh, engaged? Ex- yeah, wait, what? Well, maybe engaged was the wrong word. And then right then there's a knock on the door. <laughs> 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 and then the door opens. <laughs> And Sir Greg walks in. He's got like plate 
armor, like serious armor. And he's got well-kept hair. He clearly like pays a lot of attention to what he looks like. Not fashionable sense, but like order. Like uh, like he's the werewolf from London. Like his hair was perfect. Hair. Oh, shit. You know? <gasps> and there are Trader Vicks in town. And can we go there? <laughs> Maybe Together. once you get out of here. He's got really nice armor. And on his pauldrons, on the shoulder parts of his armor, he's got like the badge of City Watch Captain. But it's like a, you know, like a sigil. And he wears a sword and a dagger. He's like ready to like fight if he has to. Is he an older dude? He's an older dude. He's probably... Is he like Salt and Pepper? Yeah, totally. He's well. He's he's like mostly gray, and he's a human man. Okay, that's um, good because this it. one just made out with him at one point. So. <laughs> just one Dude, is kind of horny for him too. So he's pro- <laughs> yeah. So good. he's probably like early fifties. Okay, and he comes in, and then behind him comes Nils Haskendauer. Oh, oh, our old friend. Uh, oh, who immediately locks eyes with Juno and does not take them oh. off of him. Oh. And then a third man who you do not recognize. And this man is a elf with deep brown skin and a like slash scar across his face. And he wears like dark, dark silver armor, like almost black and inlaid in it. This like really intricate tree pattern in like silver. And it kind of reminds you a little bit of the like magic wood walls from outside and then strapped to his back is this like really intense war hammer but the head you kind of notice isn't metal but it's like a wood but like unlike any wood that you've ever seen do we know his name you don't know his name see a sun elf he's a wood elf okay. you elves know like that, that he's a wood obvious. elf oh never mind um so he's a little bit shorter than zabbis but like built for an elf and these three men walk in and without speaking they just sit at the table hope that mark on his face isn't from a panther oh yeah i can hear what you're saying oh is that mark on your face from a (laughs) panther no good and then sir greg is like please have a seat oh we're standing sure are there enough seats for all of us yes nils mr hoskendauer no i'm gonna i'm gonna stop you right there this guy kind of sounded like me right i'm gonna stop you right there don't don't say anything thank you (laughs) (laughs) just sit down and answer your questions when we ask them of you of course and then uh, Sir Greg is like, Lord Nils is the only reason why you're not in a cell right now. One Nils is men. a cool guy. Like, the fact that we did what we... Well, not we. The fact that Juno did <laughs> what he did. And he has extended this goodwill towards us. It's pretty, pretty cool. He must be a cool dude. Are you saying this out loud? Me? Yeah. I guess. <laughs> I did, like, I like did say it out loud, huh? <laughs> and then again, uh, Sir Greg is just like... <clears throat> so we have some questions about what happened of course at the mansion of mr breverisk and what it was that you saw in that hidden chamber Mm. oh i don't know if you know this but we found some interesting correspondence in his chambers that leads us to believe that he was not the man that he said he was do you have any information about this he he never told us his name in the whole time that we did or did not see him. So so maybe that maybe that's important. What caused the explosion in the ballroom? Oh, terrorists! Terrorists! terrorists. terrorists was... All right, you guys got to roll and check <laughs> on that one. <laughs> <laughs> and all four—the only person who didn't say anything was Juno. So all, I'm not all four anything. of you have to make a persuasion roll. <laughs> oh, my persuasion zero. Oh. Oh, oh, Terry's. Yeah, I got a five. <laughs> oh, oh 
21. Not natural, but. 16. All right. We'll call it a group effort. <laughs> and we'll say that you succeed. I high five Stormy underneath the table. So Nils says, uh, a number of important members of our society were murdered in this attack. I know. And we're very concerned about what this means for the, for the city. You see, things like this shouldn't happen in Night's Pass. Things like that shouldn't happen anywhere, sir, if I may. But I, I see your point. No, no, no. You mean like, like literally, like, sense like magic? they physically shouldn't happen? Yes. Oh, shit. Okay, that's different. My apologies. And then the third man that you don't know finally speaks up and he says, do you have any idea what it was that you discovered in that back room? Tree, it was a tree, right? One one time when I was traveling, I heard a, I heard a parable. There was a story I read about how there was a, there was a village, and then down in the basement of one of the houses, there was like a little boy who was tied up to a post, and every day he would get thrown rocks would be thrown at him. It was really sad, and he would like suffer all the time. But because he suffered, the whole town prospered all the time, and so everyone in the town was like totally okay with the little boy hurting because everybody else had good had prospering are you describing that no what no i get i get <laughs> that it. sounds terrible because it's oh. like is okay. it worth it to have one person suffer a lot and everyone else not suffer at all or is it better to have everyone, everyone suffer, suffer a little bit that's like ethics yeah uh that is not this situation. Oh, okay. Oh, oh I... Hey, wh- uh, what's the situation? What do you mean? The third man whom you don't know. Also, hey, what's your name, man? He can't be good with people. He's an elf. <laughs> Sir Greg introduces him and he says, No, you're not far off, uh, my elf friend. This this man here is Corim Winspear. Corim Winspear? Corim? Corim. Corim? Corim. 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 Not Corin. Windspear? Windspear. Sounds like a mixture of coitus and rim. And he is a... I was thinking koi fish, but that's cool too. I was thinking koi fish. I was thinking koi fish, but... He is of the order of Gala Doi. What are you doing Does Juno know what that is? No. The elves recognize it as meaning leaf and moon. Oh, yeah. Gala Doi. He's the Order of Leaf and Moon? Leaf yes. And, moon. Uh, and then he speaks and he says, I come from the Order of Galadoy, and there, and I have investigated this tree that you have destroyed. Oh, you're like a park ranger. Oh, no. <sighs> Are you a park ranger? Of sorts. <laughs> um, magic park My job ranger. is to keep the order of things in the forest, and this tree is pure evil. Oh. And should never have taken root in the city of Night's Pass, oh, nor so in the surrounding forest. We did you a solid. We definitely did yeah. you a solid by Why killing, are we in jail? killing it. Are we here for uh, a reward? <laughs> and then Sir Greg speaks up and he says, you're here for a proposition. Oh. Oh, guys, this whole time we've been sitting here, I really thought we were in trouble. Well, and I had you that- did murder oh. seven people. Why are you pinning that on us? Uh, Terrorism. Yeah. Well, we have witnesses that we pulled out of a pit. What? Those guys. (laughs) Flack, remind them that there are other guards who know it was terrorism. Uh, Yeah. Did you also uh, ask questions of those guards who know that it was terrorism? We're we're still sorting out all the details. 
Okay. So don't try to pin stuff on us that you don't know full well. And that yeah. is why you are not in a dungeon right now. Uh, you're would, sitting here talking to us, and we have a proposition for you. I would trust the words of guards who weren't in a pit over ones that were. Just you can't saying. hear very well from the pit. Yeah. And you can't see very and well. Mills is kind of like, oh, he does have a point. <laughs> <laughs> like, good soldiers don't end up in pits. Right. Oh, oh boy. Shit, oh, I boy. love Mills. Mills is, he's so down. <laughs> Nils fucks. <laughs> <laughs> so Nils now speaks up and he says, Koirim is kind of our eyes in the forest. He works together with the City Watch to keep things in balance here in the lands that we rule over. And obviously things were quite imbalanced with the blights taking over the farms, which is what you guys were investigating, wasn't it? Yeah. That's exactly what we were doing. 100%. Yeah. And you did a bang-up job of it. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah, we, well, some of us may be better than others. Fleck, tell them that you found evidence. You know, I can hear you. Uh, <laughs> it's a small table. Anyway. But there was evidence. But there was evidence. Koirum speaks up and he says, that type of evil tree should never have been able to take root in the city. We have protective spells in place to keep something like this from happening. What do you think happened? How did it happen? Your spells may be out of date. Are you aware? Did you read the expiration date on your spells? We've recently discovered. I can ignore that. All right. Yep. We've recently discovered that one of our spell beacons deep in the forest has fallen, and it's imperative that we retake this beacon and establish our protective net. Well, how did it fall? Tear that. We're not sure of. Uh, I'm just going to throw this out here. Uh, Could be unrelated. Could be related. Did you know that there is a horde of orcs lurking nearby? That's right. Oh, yeah. We do have reason to suspect that there are orcs behind this. But again, (gasps) this is quite unusual and something that should not be taking place. And like... Nils looks like really uncomfortable. He's kind of like shifting in his seat. And he's like, yeah, this really shouldn't be happening. And we need to get to the bottom of this. And he's like, he's like starting to get upset. And can I I roll? um, What would I roll to see if Nils is covering something up? Perception. Can I roll a perception check? Yes, but it's going to be a tough one. Okay. And if I fail, it's fine, right? I'm just like looking at him. Fifteen. He's not necessarily like hiding something because all of what has been said is true. Mm hmm. But you do get the sense that they're, he's like deeply upset on like a personal level. Oh, okay. Sir Greg now turns to you and says, with something like this taking root in the city and the other problems that have started to pop up, I cannot spare any soldiers to assist Koyerman retaking this beacon. And the leader of his order is unwilling to expose any of the other beacons to potential attack because if two fall, there's no telling what kind of evil could befall our lands. Like more trees. Well, yes, things that are worse than trees. And then Sir Greg pulls out some of the like papers that you guys recovered from Brevrisk's house, and he like puts them on the table. And he says, we've only had a few moments with these papers, and we haven't managed to fully decode what they say. They're written in some sort of code. But we have determined that Brevrisk was corresponding with some sort of powerful entity who promised him access to this evil tree in exchange for trying to turn the nobility of the city against the ruling family, the Earthadars. Well, I think we heard that evil entity. Was it Batman? Who is this Batman? Well, when Breakfast got... got the bats. Spooped. Yeah, yeah the bats came down and took him away. And you guys didn't kill him? No, they... Uh, they bats no, they, the, the bats ate him. The bats we we ate want him. information and unrelated, uh, he was eaten by bats. Yeah, he was eaten by bats. Nils looks like really concerned and then like pulls Greg in 
and like whispers something to him. You could have asked us what happened. Well, we assumed that you killed him. What? Oh, Why did you just assume that we crazy killed him? Crazy assumption, dude. That, I'm flattered. Yeah. I mean, bats killed him. It was, obviously. It was pretty cool. Well, you know what you say? Never mind. It was pre metal. Get eaten by bats. Well, this is very disturbing information because of some evil of that level. I mean, he was like floating in the air and shit, right? Yeah. Bat, yeah. bat level? That's a pretty good one. I'll give you that. <laughs> I'll give you that little halfling. That, that's a like, funny joke. Like, uh, <laughs> Marjorie is like very, she's glowing. She's very tickled by this. Juno raises his hand. Sure. <laughs> J- just, just another possibly unrelated thing going on uh ch- children are going missing by the docks this could be a separate ill, Ill happening but uh Greg says that's missing. true there are children that are missing there's bandit activity the swamps are growing bigger and getting kind of intense oh we were there so you know yeah uh dude you know frogs can talk what yeah. that's not relevant to this conversation <laughs> we have really important what is Matters the task that you're asking us to do? Just Quirum, get to the point. Quirum speaks up and he says, I would like you to accompany me back to my home where we can then set out to retake this beacon. Is what? it in the woods? It is in the woods. Why should we do that? Yeah. What's in it for us? What's in it for us? Well, Quirum says it's the right thing to do to balance nature back between mm-hmm. good and evil. I right now like it we, is unbalanced. We just mm-hmm. balanced it. Because we destroyed this awful tree, and that was that took a toll yeah. on a lot of us. My dress front is ruined. Sir Greg says, well, if you don't, I can always arrest you for murder, and then have you tried. Who have we murdered? Well, there are seven dead nobles. Uh, Terrorists. Yeah. Terrorists. It's and then, so unfortunate. And then Nil says, like, look, I know how it is. You guys are adventurers. Yeah, dude, you know. Yeah. Yeah, bro. So here's the deal. Go on this quest and we'll pay you. You guys want a reward? What's the reward that you want? You guys do this for us and then we owe you. Okay. And then the oh. the other two are kind of like, hey, that's not really like, that's not really how we do things. I say and he's we like, take listen, it. I know how to deal with adventurers. This is how you deal with adventurers. That's right. You guys want a reward? You guys want a quest? Here's a quest. I, I'd like to confer with, with yeah, my- Yeah, can we confer w- with a, quietly with about you over- like listening to us is that okay what you want us to like cover our ears no i mean can we just like if go help. can we take a few steps away talk in a hushed tone and have you not try to overhear we, us we want to have a huddle yeah we want a huddle we're a team we're a team, oh, yeah, we're we're a team. team. yeah and we need to discuss we need to do team. a team huddle if that's okay with and you. unfortunately you guys are not part of the team yeah Greg's like, all right, I respect, I respect a team huddle. And then okay. the, so the three of them leave, and then you are allowed to team huddle. Team <sighs> huddle. Team huddle. You don't have your ukulele. All right, what if we, what if we asked uh, if, if our reward would be free, free, free in expenses? That's stupid. I think yeah, that we dude. should just hold, we should hold him to that he owes us something. And when and we need decide. a favor from the fucking head of the town... Wait, we, what if the favor is to you are super that mayor. I'm super, super mayor? mayor. Oh, Do you think he'd go for one. it? What if we like... But I also want my own hero story. <laughs> but like, it can be part of that. Yeah, that's okay. that's a good thing for you. That's uh, a good, yeah, what does that do for us? Think- uh, you guys would be the entourage of the super mayor. Do you know how much stuff you could get? I'm with Zabbos. I write my own story. I just, I don't want to be like second fiddle to super mayor. I'm sorry. I, yeah, get I just want to stay as a team. Oh, but, but team, here, here's my concern. I am all for a quest that possibly could go up against orcs. They're vile creatures. Judo, you're but, drooling. <laughs> I am filled with bloodlust. 
cool. but but here is my concern first there there are children missing and i pledged to a mother that i would find her child and the other missing children yeah and what, what was their name okay what was her, the do you remember name? hey joel Them? not joel what's Jesus. up hey do you know I just want to tell you a little story about that parable that that the one with the boy little boy. Now think about those. I feel like you two really latched on to that. The the little boy right now is those kids. So what I'm saying is bigger picture, it'd be better in the long run for those kids and their families to fix the bigger evil than it would be to go after the smaller problem. It's better to be hit by stones every single day in a basement than than to have a beacon If fall. there's a train on a track and it's it splits into two tracks and you have a lever and one side is a kid getting hit by rocks and on the other side is If there's four boys in the woods people, and, what and side one of them sick and the do. other ones are going to get sick but then you're also in a in a house with, with just one person who's sick mm-hmm. or you're sick, there's no other person. So it's like I think the, about the Batman Forever movie. I just think of the bad. No. <laughs> and then right then they come back in and they're like, wait, wait, no. <laughs> and they're like, okay, uh, what is your decision? Will you join Koyrim Winsbeer? I, I will join Koyrim Winsbeer. Yes. He's a fellow rain, uh, elf. And yeah. I, I do believe that we need to do this. Yeah, we are a brotherhood. Excellent. Everybody wait, is wait, on wait, board. Wait. It can it be for when we accomplish this, you owe each of us individually a pretty solid favor. Oh, can this be like a Wizard of Oz thing? We're a team. <gasps> yes. Where can we each get? Sir Greg is like, that seems like you're giving away too much. Corium's kind of like, whatever. Just I just want the nature balanced. And then Nils kind of considers it. And he says, I think we can work something out. Oh, Nils. All right. Oh, yeah. I mean, because balancing nature is a pretty big fucking deal it's a so. huge monumental task obviously that yeah. no one wants to do kind of sucks they don't have a so we'll do it do we have to go for this immediately or could we have a day to search for children Cor- uh, speaks uh, up and he says we will depart the next night so not tonight but the next night because that is when the moon favors us leaving what time is it right now is it early, early it's morning? It's like early in the morning, yeah. Because okay. you guys got like taken yeah. in like in the middle of the night. So what, we have time to like go shopping? So you shopping? have like a day and a half. Day and a half. We go shopping? I'm going uh, to look for the shopping. missing children, but yes, you can shop. Nils, Nils shop. looks you over and he says, I suggest you guys kind of equip yourself a little bit more like adventurers. Uh, Yeah, <laughs> sorry, dude. We were at a party. Yeah, you don't like my t-shirt? Well, the t-shirt's pretty rad. Yeah. Thank you. But I made it. I made it myself. Probably think, not going to like stop arrows or anything. This is not my lab coat. I do really <laughs> want some. I suggest. Gigs. I suggest that you seek out borst skep. Is that a kind of Russian soup? Yes. I was going to say. No, it's a man, and you can <laughs> seek. You can find him in the Oak Shield district of town. Okay. His shop is the finest shop where I do all of my personal. Uh, armoring and things like that. You look and, good. And he is uh, he is one of the finest men I know. Well, will he give us a discount? Yep. You hear me, Greg? You look good. Thank you. Yeah, Greg. like... Thank you, Greg. You, I also think you look Fighting good. Fighting evil discount. He, he, Greg kind of looks at Juno like... Juno winks. Juno. <laughs> oh, God. And Nils, Nils is like, just ignore him. That he's <laughs> every every adventuring group has one. Judo's <laughs> are uh, one. The milk guy. So seek out Borst. His shop is the sign with the boar with one tusk. Oh, guys, have a day and a half. What do you do?
Hey everybody, Gressel here with a few quick mid-game announcements, and then we're going to get you right back to it. Thanks so much for listening to episode 9 of D&D&D. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at D&D&D and Instagram at D&D&D or email us at dndndpod at gmail.com. Yeah, send us emails, because earlier I was like, hey, how many emails we get? And you should have seen how crestfallen Gressel looked when he replied, not many. Not so, many. So shoot us an email. It's fun. Did someone respond to those emails? I respond to the emails. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Want to read some Twitter mentions? Yeah. By the way, it's James. Hi. Oh, yeah. In case you didn't know. Introduce they, me. They've been listening Fucking to your host voice your podcast. a long time now. No, they've been listening to Flack's voice. <laughs> well, I guess it alternates. Uh, <laughs> some Twitter mentions. We got one from uh, Lamp. That's right, just Lamp at Lamp 638. Was Lamp 1 through 637 taken? <laughs> yeah. Lamp says, you're my new favorite podcast. Thanks, Lamp. Thanks, Lamp. I hope we light up your world every time you listen to us. You know, this is the second time we're recording this because <laughs> something went wrong. The first time I made that joke, Gressel fucking died. That joke so. is very funny. Yeah. Oh, and uh, old time fan Tracy at Lioness Black. Thanks for always being there, Tracy. Golden Years came up on my playlist, and I'm imagining an alternate universe where poor Zabbos just got to teach some old ladies how to dance. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a good universe, huh? Hey, remember early on in the show when we pronounced it Zabbos? Zabbos? Zabbos, and then we were like, hey, we're Michiganders. Yeah, we're Michiganders. We're not <laughs> doing that short A bullshit. <laughs> Let's not pretend to be something we are. <laughs> Some special bonus content for you. Next Monday, Monday 16th, uh, I will be featured on James Chats With, a talk show YouTube series with James Hull. It's because there's not enough Jameses. Yes. It's because we decided that there's just, we know that you guys, it's too simple for you to have two Jameses, so we want a third. I've been on the show before. Yeah. It's great. He does a great job. He had me over to his little studio, which was very impressive. And we had a really nice conversation about the podcast and about Dungeons and Dragons in general. So if you want to hear some more of my thoughts on Dungeons and Dragons and about the show, definitely check out James Chats With on YouTube. And my episode will be out Monday the 16th. This episode is the first episode after the party. So you guys are at the station. Okay. And I want to ask you about the station acronym. So James sprung this on me that it's an acronym with his stupid improv training. Yeah. <laughs> I think we were all trying to come up with a good one. And what letter was really throwing us off? I-O-N is tough. Yeah. It's T-I-O-N, I think that is super So it's weird. like half the word. It was a mess, but. It was a mess, but it was very funny. I like to hit you with a mess sometimes. I like being pushed by you guys. That's one of the joys of this show. So thank you for that. Thanks, DM. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for everybody for listening. Be sure to subscribe on your podcast provider of choice and leave a review on that provider so that people can hear from listeners like you what you think of the show. And we will be back on Wednesday with the next part of this leg of the adventure and then next Monday with a new meal and a new quest. This release schedule makes me hate the weekends because there's no new episodes. Oh, yeah, from Thursday to... Thursday's the worst! <laughs> yeah, James is, like, the biggest fan. <laughs> He's always bugging me, like, what happens next? You were there. Yeah, but it was a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Do what's fun. Do what's fun. Hey, everybody, sorry to interrupt one more time, but I got one more thing to tell you about. This is actually Gressel from the Future, where we have over 100 episodes and three seasons of great show already out. Thank you so much for finding the show and listening. If you like what you hear and want to support the show, the best way to do that is to head over to patreon.com slash dndndpod. We've got some great rewards available there. You could impact the show directly with listener polls. 
You could get access to recipes from the show written by me featuring some artwork by Beth. There's even a very exclusive t-shirt club where Beth designs four t-shirts a year featuring artwork inspired by the show. And boy, are they really, really cool. So if you want to find more information about those rewards and support the show, head over to patreon.com slash dndndpod. For real now, that's it for me. Thanks, everybody. Do what's fun. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Just to kind of establish where you guys are at, you have a day and a half in the city to kind of do as you will if you choose to then meet up with Koirim to leave. He says to meet him at the Druid's Gate. Okay. Which is a... A gate to the city? Yeah, a gate to the city to the northeast that leads directly into the wood. It's not like a gate that leads to, like, a road. I have fantastic... Uh, yeah, Fletch is, uh, like, bomb in the woods. Yeah, I'm bomb yeah. in the woods. Oh, girl. you're a wood elf. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, it's my... Cool. It's my we, we get bonuses. Oh, so you have, like, a buddy wood elf now. That's cool. Maybe we still have, yeah, like, a, two days. <laughs> I'm also good in a forest as well. <sighs> and uh, why I was uh, I'm also was... a forest gnome. Oh, yeah, that's true. I'm a forest gnome. Yeah, so you guys are, like, not at all concerned about going to the This is going to be yeah. the easiest thing ever. Fletch and Flack. The, Fletch and Flack. The tree brothers. Fletch Flack. I'm here, too. <laughs> <laughs> so all your, all your, like, <laughs> current <laughs> adventuring gear is back at the Black Oak Inn, where they have stabled butter. Um, when mm. when you Ooh, I love stapled bottom. butter. <laughs> when you leave the station, the safe town. What was it? Oh, safe town the always. Safe town always trying, trying in, in our, our nation. nation. Yes, <laughs> I was working on one. The end destroys it. So you guys are near the Black Oak Tavern. It's kind of on the way. If you wanted to go to any other part of the city, so what do you guys want to do? I want to call Pete. It's like ten a.m. Oh, oh yeah, when you when you leave when you leave the building, Pete's, Pete's like waiting for you. So do we have butter too? Butter's stabled at the Black Oak. Can we get him? Sure, if you want. I think uh, With your cart, we should too, find the people who paid us or promised us oh, money. Barbara Streisand. Yeah, and uh, oh, Roy yeah. Rogers. They're going to no, be no, at the... Siegfried and Roy. Roy Rogers. We should find them to get some kind yeah. of reward. Well, we definitely want to go and recount our brave deeds loudly. So oh, yeah, I'll, I'll get my uke. You go to the inn, and when you enter, you're greeted by cheers. Yay! You see, you see Carrot Top and Barbara Streisand and Siegfried and Roy and Oboe, Everyone. and they're joined by a a boy about like fifteen standing by Carrot Top, and Carrot Top comes up to you and like grabs Fletch. Oh. He like grabs your hand <laughs> and like shakes your hand like vigorously, and oh, he's like gosh. he's like really excited and like you did it, and he like pats you on the back. Crush and he you says, with his muscle. He says, "My my boy here, my boy Turnip Top, oh. uh, rode from our family farm this morning to say that the creatures all dissolved in the night and no longer plague our farm. Well, I don't know what you guys did, but you did it." And you, you, you released us from this plague and, and we're so, so grateful. Thank you. And like all the other farmer people like cheer. Yes. Oh, this feeling feels great. It oh, does. Ad, that's called really adoration, Flash. You should work towards it more. I like it. Carrot Top kind of like motions toward Barbara and Barbara brings over like a bag. Carrot Top like takes it and holds it up to you guys. And he's like, all 
of us farmers uh, pooled together what coin we could, and it's for you. It's all we could muster, but it's more than enough to get our, our, our livelihoods back, our, our reason to live. We can't take this. Hey, we don't even know what it is. Hold on. Please keep my share. Well, I'll take his share. What is it? Or is it just a bag of coins? It's a bag of coins. Oh, yeah, we'll take that. We'll take, yeah. oh, thank you. We need oh. this. We, we, guys, we, we need plenty. it. We're going to need it to buy cool shit to, to like bigger, defeat yeah. evil, like just straight up evil. Yeah. Bigger picture. We did them a That's favor. The theme of you, we almost died. Seven people. Thank you. Bigger picture. So you guys take the back? Yes, thank okay. you very so you much. We... And then Carrot Top yes. says there's there's one other thing. It may not be much, and then turn up top, hands carrot top, <laughs> like a wrapped up kind of long parcel. It's like wrapped in a cloth, and carrot top like unwraps it, and you see that it's an old scythe. And he says, This this was my great grandfather's scythe. And it's kind of like it's seen better days. Like the handle definitely needs to be replaced. The metal's kind of like chipped and worn. But he says this was the side that cut the first long grasses from the plot of land that became the top family farm. And (laughs) I know that once before our family became farmers, this was used in countless battles. It's sat forgotten in our home for years, but it may be of some use to some such as you. And he hands it to you guys. Is it magical? I don't know. Are you sure? That's not a no. Maybe we can enchant it. Like, I'm not one to say no to free stuff, but this seems like what? really personal. Yeah. And you it's really just... their heart's gold? Or no, you'll take their heart's yeah. gold, but you won't take this... Yeah, we can spend the heart's gold somewhere. This seems like old wood attached to chip metal. I accept this gift what, what? with the spirit <laughs> in which it was given. All right, Thank Juno you. takes Thank the you. scythe. and All right, have fun carrying that around. And with that, they offer to buy you drinks. They say that you're always friends of the farmers. Barbara and Streisand, who I believe I said were halflings, say that anytime you guys come to the Earthadar Square and the Halflings Produce Guild, you're more than welcome to any of the choice produce there. Oh. And you guys are friends of the farmers of the Knights Pass region. So that's all well and good. They're exciting. Do you guys want to kind of like chill and party with these guys do you guys want to get your shit and leave i think what we do, earned what, the... what do you guys want to i want to ask do? them i want to party they hear what uh do you guys hear what happened what do you mean what happened do you guys hear that like there was a terrorist there attack? was a terrorist attack there was a terrorist attack yeah you didn't hear no what happened seven noblemen died and women yeah, seven nobles. People. Nobles. Noble people, yeah. Seven noble people died. They kind of like don't respond for a second and then they look at each other kind of like side-eyed like, oh, how terrible. No, that's what I wanted to know if you guys would care. That's yeah, cool do you, that you is that like, yeah. we won't we won't say anything, but like, yeah, how's yeah, that cool. for you guys? How's that? Is that like, okay. Very few highborn have been friends of us, truth be told. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, we've always been cool with, like, the Earthadar family. Mm-hmm. I mean, we haven't seen Lady Kathiri in a while. No one has. But, like, yeah. her consort, you know, seems like pretty legit. He's one-armed guy. bomb. You guys know him? Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. He, he's a good guy. He's and as cool as he like, looks. Turn up top, like, pipes up, and he's like, I want to be like him when I grow up. Yeah, you do, little boy. Yeah. He, 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 like, puts an arm in, like, his sleeve. <laughs> and then he like grabs like a knife from the table and like tries to like fake fight Juno. Yeah, that's the spirit. Well, yeah. well, buddy, oh, yeah, you picked the right one. He hates yeah. this guy. 
No, no well, we, we there, there's respect among adventurers. Juno, okay. tell him what you said. Yeah, Juno, tell him that time he broke you your say? ribs. What'd you say to, to Lord Mills? What'd you say? He's 15. He doesn't sound like this. Whatever. He's got a high voice. <laughs> you know, I, I'm, uh, we were up all night. I'm, I'm very tired. I think I'm just going to go to my room. <laughs> uh, anyway. You know, terrorism is so tragic. Uh, Roy now speaks up and says, uh, do these terrorist attacks have anything to do with the missing kids? No, probably not. <laughs> it's... So you know of this. I, I I was on my way up when I came back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, there have been some kids missing from the kind of slums over by the graveyard and, and from the docks. It's it's really tragic. I, I've told my kids not to come to the city. Yes. Kids will be kids. So they run off. It's fine. So I want to check Fletch. in with Fletch. Okay. Just just a Marjorie and Fletch moment. What's up? So, how did it go at the party? It was awful. When oh. we went in there, I gave you a little pep talk, and I thought maybe that you'd dance with somebody, and you know, um, I did. Made a friend. I, I was uh, attempted to dance with somebody, and as soon as we started, in the blink of an eye, Zabbis had accidentally, accidentally cast a, cast a fireball and killed seven people. Right in front, like killed the women that we were dancing with. The woman so, you danced with this. Dude. I don't know if I can talk to people. Because I feel like if I say anything, no, we're trying to okay. all around you. <laughs> People are like clapping each other in the back. Gallagher's over there, like smashing fruit. <laughs> I'm just like looking over, like just freaking the fuck out. Just like Fletch, I don't know. Fletch, this is... no, no, you can't let this affect I your future. Someone. No, it wasn't you. I killed you. Steve or somebody. Fletch, don't, don't. I shot somebody. I shot people with. Fletch, I, I grab. I, I put his, my little tiny little bitty bitty hands. <laughs> you like I stand on the climb I stand up on a chair. I climb, and I put my little hands on his cheeks to calm him down. I'm like Fletch. Uh, what? It wasn't your fault. I overhear them and I shoot them a look and I was like, it was the terrorists, Fletch. <laughs> <laughs> Fletch. I've been lying. Oh, you, can't, you can't tell yourself that your social awkwardness caused the death of that lady. It's hard when the first person I dance with blows up. It's okay. That just means that the first person... I can't dance. Fletch. I'm, e- I'm eavesdropping. Fletch. <laughs> The first person you dance with is 100% of the people that you ever dance with. Yep. And so 100% of Never the people you've dance ever with danced anybody. with died. But the next time you dance with someone, it will be 50% of the people. And maybe they won't die. That's and then after to... that, it'll be one third. And the more people that you dance with, the more likely they won't die. So you can't give up just because the first one went awry. Marjorie has like a little tear. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You're a good pep talk, yeah. Campaign Meemaw. We call you Campaign Meemaw for a reason. Because mm. you can rally the shit out of anybody. You feel I feel better? like I can dance with somebody who wants to dance. <laughs> 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 and then, like, Barbara comes in and, like, grabs you. And, like, because she's so little and you're so big, it's, like, kind of funny looking. But then you kind of, like, dance and swing. And there's, like, music in the background. Marjorie puts her hands against her chest like, you did it. <laughs> My boy. Um, so how long are you guys, uh, like, hanging out partying for? What do you guys want to do here? Juno wants to just inquire a little bit more with the guys who said that they know about the children being missing. He's going over and he kind of pulls Zabbis into the conversation. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I, didn't, Zavis, I didn't do that because you were getting up. Zavis is busy. Um, just kind of like just really tamping down on the emotions that he feels about <laughs> accidentally uh, blowing up seven people and like drinking their faces away. And, <laughs> and like it's all it's all for like the greater like you know that parable makes a lot of sense to Zavis. Zavis sees how happy those farmers were that these bougie. Old people are dead now, and sometimes things happen for a reason. Anyway, 
Hi, Gino, what's up? <laughs> I just thought that you might like to hear more about the missing children. Yeah, I really do. <laughs> so much. So, uh, Barbara Streisand. There's uh, two people. It's two people. Yeah. I had heard from uh, Tom, who runs a bakery, that uh, a man named Jason was working with kids to do spy work and that the kids who worked with him were vanishing. Does that line up with anything you know? I know that Jason is one of those uh, big-time thieves who hangs out down at the docks. He's bad news. I wouldn't want to cross paths with him and get on his bad side. Oh, fuck. I just thought, Zabus, uh, I'm... I'm thinking about spending my morning looking around the docks for these children. Maybe you'd like to come with me. Anyone I would like to come with me who wants to. Yeah. Okay. Fine. I'll go. Is anyone else going to come, though? Cause... Oh, no. I wasn't invited. Can we? Can I invite... Can I go grab other people and, like... Hey, I find I find Super Mayor. Yeah. Hey. What's up? I'm feeling. Uh, I'm not feeling so super mayor here. Why? No one's really talking to me. Everyone else is having a sign. Well, I'm talking to you right now. Fucking townsfolk. Hey, I'm talking to you right now. Yeah. Juno wants to go look for kids. Oh, God. I know. <laughs> Always with that guy. I know. Hey, what'd you say? What'd you say? <sighs> I said I would. Really? Yeah. I just. I feel guilty about everything right now. I need oh, to like yeah. go repent. Why? Because you. Because you killed. Those I feel people. like I need to go find like seven kids. You know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And. Just, just a tone. Like, yeah. You think that'll make you feel better, or do you think that once that happens, uh, you won't feel any relief, like the relief that you expect? No, instead... like the the faces of the dead will like float up at me in my dreams, but like I think it'll help at least. <laughs> okay, yeah, maybe they'll be smiling then. Yeah. Okay. So uh, please come with. <laughs> please. All right. What's our relationship like? I feel like we're cool because I'm your I'm your campaign head boy. Like we're chill. Oh yeah. The, you, oh, your head boy. Yeah. Yeah. Please. Fletch was the vice. I'm the assistant too. The assistant. assistant too. But I'm having fun. But like we're cool. <laughs> I'm dancing. I feel like. Yeah, I think so. All right. Uh, yeah. I mean, if if I'm gonna do it, <laughs> I mean, if I'm gonna do it, we might as well get the whole. Yeah. Let's together. just please. I just. I can't just do it. I can't uh, just go. So easy, I, you know? I cut in on the dance with. Uh, I like. I, I replaced the, the woman dancing with Fletch, and I, now I'm dancing with him, like, wildly <laughs> around. And since I'm a small gnome, it's still, like, the same kind of I'm in the corner thing. like, look at that's number three. <laughs> hey, Fletch, as we're dancing. Oh, this is weird. What? Uh, no, man, just go with it. So okay. apparently we're going to go look for little boys tomorrow morning. You that's good? even weirder. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, uh, that's the plan. Okay, look, how quickly can we do this? I, that's the thing. I don't know. You know, Juno, he's going to just harp on this until he does it. He's definitely going to do it. And somehow he guilted uh, Zabbos into it because I think I think he's feeling, you know, a little, uh, you know. Sad about what happened. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. traumatic experience. I feel I wasn't as there. Bad, it sounds. I definitely killed somebody. I know it feels awful. Oh, really? Like you personally? I, yeah, I killed someone. Okay. Well, then, yeah, maybe you should do this just to, you know, do the whole atonement thing that he's doing. Hey, listen, listen, listen. And we're still dancing. <laughs> Look, we we just had a big night. Yeah. Okay. If we take a nap, a quick nap, get up at like three p.m., we can go search for these boys. By nighttime, we come back, we eat, we retire. In the morning, tomorrow morning, if we haven't found the boys, we say, forget it. Go buy some new armor, and then meet up with Koi. 
Here, uh, that's well, the plan I like. Let's stop dancing. <sighs> okay. Okay. Hey, but hey, but hey, what? dude. Yeah. Uh, you felt confident. <laughs> oh, I did. Yeah. Oh, it was really. It was you didn't really blow good. up. Yeah. Exactly. And what's that for you now? Fifty percent of the people. Are, <gasps> now it's thirty-three percent of the people I've danced with haven't blown up. Yeah. <laughs> So now it's getting lower, man. Okay. No, you this feels this. good. Okay. All right. Cool. Uh, hey, let's do a team huddle. Team huddle? Team huddle. Team huddle. All right. Okay. Juno was asleep on a chair. He wakes up. <laughs> get over here, milkman. <laughs> Marjorie's a little drunk. All right. We've got to get our our timeline here in order because in 36 hours, we're going. Uh, I jo- want to go shopping. Yeah. I think that we should shop before we go look for little boys because what, what? if we go look for little boys, then we run into a predicament and then... Uh, then we we don't have we're not well equipped for it. Do you guys want a nap at all? Should we probably yeah, we should, should probably yes. nap. We could nap until maybe uh, three p.m. and then go look or go shopping. That sounds like a good that plan. That sounds great. Just remember, I said that. I said three. Oh, p.m. I, Juno I didn't just hear that. said Juno it. Juno just no, but, uh, but Fletch said it while we were dancing. But Juno just said it just now. Ah, great minds, great ranger minds. Yeah, we think extremely the same way. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so this is going to be this is going to be a short rest okay so you guys are what third level yes yeah okay so you roll three of whatever your hit dice is and then you recover that number of hit points this is a short rest so you guys are going to recover your spell slots and you're going to recover whatever number of hit points you rolled could you tell me if what? i want to swap out longbow for scythe for that sweet scythe yeah what's the scythe you know stuff? what what that would be I'm not going to tell you what to do oh, on that. Oh, oh, okay. I'm going to say you have the scythe, and it's up to you what you do with it currently. But I meant, like, I want to make it a weapon. Sure. I mean, it's a weapon. Okay. Sh- should I look up what kind of D whatever I use for it? That was my question. Right now, it would be a D6. Okay. One-handed and a D8 two-handed. Okay. Those would be like uh, those would be the stats of it. Arcane currently. check on it to see if it's got Ooh. magical. He's saying like currently and stuff. I don't know what he means by that. Uh, ask me no questions, I'll tell no lies. So you're at the inn, which is kind of right at the base of the black oak walls, which is the entrance to what is colloquially known as the Moon Town section of town, where the station and other kind of like official state buildings are. It's kind of at the intersection of like where the moon town is and and like a row of like temples. And then if you head east from where you guys are, you get into like more of like the bigger parts of town. Southeast is Oak Shield where Nils said that you guys could find Borst. And there's the Acorn Corner where you guys went to find the mansion, the Druid's Mm -hmm. Gate. Those are both kind of like residential areas. And then Earthadar Square is like the big like open market circus type area. And then the docks kind of southeast from that. So where do you guys want to go? Shall we divide up that gold that we received? Oh, yeah. You guys haven't even opened that satchel yet. Yeah. yeah. Let's look at that. Let's take a look. Inside of that, to make things nice and even math-wise, is 500 gold pieces. 100 gold each. 100 gold each. Does Margin still have our gems and rubies or whatever? I think so. Okay. Don't lose sight of that. So what do you guys want to do? I want to go shopping. Yes, yeah. I think yeah, we, 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 we agree that we will oh, so shop first. Oh, you guys first. like re-equip your like, oh, yes. Yes. weapons and yes. Yes. normal weapons. We are back we're, in, we're back in adventuring mode. Yes. Okay, so Juno is no longer like open chest. No, he's... Lab coat. That's not a look that you decided to go with. The lab coat have... I will keep with me. I'm not disposing of it, but I am wearing my jerkin once more. Juno. 
Do you still have the buttons? <laughs> the butt buttons? I, Those, that tushy people? I've decided to also keep the pants. Okay. Are you wearing the pants? <laughs> Not right now. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, all right, so what's up, guys? Where are you guys headed? D&D&D is executive produced, written, and edited by me, James Gressel. Co-produced and additional mixing by Joel Arnold. Our original music is by Jeremy Nisato. Hear more of Jeremy's music at jeremynisato.com. D&D&D is performed by James A. Janice, Chelsea Rebecca, Beth Radloff, Mike Saigan, and Joel Arnold. Next time on D&D&D. I think I could be of assistance for the right price. Would Great. the right price be a song for you to dance to, Little Seder Man? I can, provide, I can be your dancing partner. Oh, he can. <laughs> Number four. Hit it! <laughs> <laughs>